Yes, people, thank you for tuning in. So what we're going to do for you today is we're going to go over sort of me and Sean, uh, the people you're talking to, the host of the podcast, just to give you a bit of detail on who we are, where we're from, and how we end up meeting each other. So, Sean, do you want to let them know where you're from, how we met? Uh, yeah, so I'm from a place in Liverpool called Croxted. Um, I met Kieran through a job opportunity that we got offered to go to Jakarta, so a sales account manager role. Um, yeah, so basically that's where I met you on my travels to, to go in there and, to, you know, this... Uh... <laughs> No, 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 that was perfect. I'll just take straight over from you when we well, do that. Stress not being in the same room. It's weird, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yes, people, thank you for tuning in. So what we're going to do for you today is we're going to go over sort of a bit of detail on who me and Sean are, the podcast host, how we met, and sort of what we've done since we've met each other. So, Sean, do you want to let the people know who you are, where you're from? Yeah, so, yeah, Kieran's just touched on. I'm Sean. Um, I'm from Croxton in Liverpool. Uh, I met Kieran on my travels to Jakarta, so we both got offered the same job role as a sales account manager for this company in Jakarta, in Indonesia. Uh, but obviously, as we got there and times went on, it were what it seemed. So, yeah, do you want to touch on that, Key? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, <coughs> Sean is told you guys where he's from, but clearly you can tell he's a scouser and he's a thick scouser. Uh, unfortunate for him, he supports Everton, so we won't go into that, but... Me and Sean met in Dubai Airport. We'd both been offered these jobs. We had our flights paid for, a hotel for a month and a visa. So this job entailed us flying out, working as account sales managers, basically earning some ridiculous amounts of commission and basically earning a lot of money. And we, we got sold at the dream job. Now, we did a three-stage interview, which was a lot of bollocks. We had to do a lot of things. And, and these people who recruited us made, made it sound like it was some one-in-a-lifetime sort of opportunity. So we, had, of, of course, jumped at the opportunity, jumped on a flight and fucked off. Um, context around it, there was me, Sean, uh, four other people who had flown out from the UK and Dubai for this job. So we'll, we'll speed it up for you. Uh, we met in Dubai Airport and we've flown out to Jakarta in Indonesia for this job. On arrival to Jakarta, we was given a nice package with some money, a phone, a SIM card, and Sean. A bare phone, a bare phone, lad. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're going to detail what we thought we were going to get before we even set off. Yeah, yeah. Go on then, just tell tell them sort of what what we thought in our head we were going to be getting when we landed. Well, what we got told that we were going to be getting sold. Not that it was just like we were gutted that we never got it, but it was just shady when we got there, weren't it? So. Yeah, these care package things that we that he told us we'd be getting would be like an iPhone 13, uh, your money, SIM card, all this, and then we've got there, and it was a fucking Nokia. Like I said to you, and then are we starting a fucking George over here or whatever? Like this is a bit mad, this. And then, put, never mind that, the flights I got sold were going to be first class. So, sure. got, yeah, that like, got on it. Like, it was economy. Not that, again, not not that that's an issue, but it's just these little white lies leading up, which is like. You know, it's, it's sort of unfolded into the bigger picture than it in the end. Absolutely. And uh, what he just said there is basically, in a nutshell, what all of us thought we were going to get. We're going to get chauffeured from the airport. We're going to fly business class, whatever. However, each day that went on, shit got a bit more weird and nothing that he promised us like came to light. So we'll fast forward. We get to the airport. We meet the, the CEO. He gives us all those little shitty care packages, a burner form, and we go to the hotel. Now, we meet other people and 
we go out for lunch with them the day after. Now, these are four guys, all from the UK, one from Thailand. Um, they, they rocked up wearing sort of shit suits. And they were, they were trying to tell us from the offset how great this job is, how much money you can earn. And do you want to tell them, Sean, what sort of they, they were talking to us about and just the, the, the absolute joke around these guys? Yeah, mate, yeah, so yeah, they were just chatting proper gas anyways. Like, they say, you know, how much money do you make? All X amounts, saying like 40 grand, one of them made last month. And we were like, yeah, do you know, just to sit down and obviously get us to, you know, want to stay and want to achieve what they're achieving. But all the club that they had on was black. It was just fucking... Just, they were just basically trying to sell us the dream even more so weren't they but yeah it was it they were just gas men like that's exactly what they were that's it and they were saying there's the gas men so we'll fast forward on we went out for this meal with them we had steaks these were buying like bottles of champagne and grey goose thinking they were like big time balls trying to show off to us um so from there we started our training a few days after and the training was fucking weird no phones allowed in the room uh on the first day it was like sweltering out like humid as fuck like 35, 36 degrees, but humid, humid as well. So do you want to tell them sort of the, the first initial meeting for us, Sean, and like when, when I walked in and that stuff with the CEO? Yeah, <laughs> do you want me to touch you on that, yeah? Yeah, like, go yeah. So the first uh, meeting we've had with the CEO was like basically the first day of training. <clears throat> um, he gave us like a dress code the day before. He's like, come in pants, uh, like look, look presentable, basically. So whatever, we've all came down. Well, not all. Kieran was late, by the way. <laughs> I went far before him, like, but um, yeah. So I wore a pair of jeans, or whatever. A t-shirt. He looked, looked scouse as foot people. So he had a pair of jeans on a Kenzo t-shirt or whatever scouse brand it was. But got to do what I got to do. But um, yeah. Because a long story short, we've been sitting waiting for Kieran to come in. He was the only one left to come in, and this cunt rocked up in a pair of shorts. A pair of fucking flip flops. And the CEO was sitting down, he? he was like sort of writing on a piece of paper. And then you've come in late and you've like sort of caught his eye. And he's looked at you, looked away. It must have took him a second to register. And then he's looked back up. And he, has, uh, he said, What did he say? Fucking, what the fuck do you think you are doing? And yeah. you'd be like, well, what do you mean, mate? What do you mean? She'd be like, fucking, do you think that's acceptable to come down to your first day in training in a pair of shorts? And Keenan was like, well, calm down, mate. Don't talk to me like that. And he's like, don't talk to me like that. Get the fuck outside. Now he said, and here's me thinking, shit, what's going on here? This is about to go off outside here. So obviously, Keenan went outside. The CEO, the fucking Wangstay, and he's followed him. And then it's been sort of like quiet outside. You couldn't hear nothing. So mm. I was like, wow, what's going on here? But yeah, do you want to touch on what actually went on outside? Because I still don't really yeah. know this story. Well, so what Sean just said there, completely true. Uh, CEO goes, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in fucking shorts? I was like, chill out, mate. Like, like, don't talk to me like that. Who are you talking to? Get the fuck outside. Get the fuck outside. So I'm like, all right, cool. No worries. I'm, I'm starting walking out. Like, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's go. So anyway, get outside. And then his tone changes. He goes, why are you wearing shorts, mate? Do you think it's acceptable to, to come in here wearing shorts? Would you rock up to your first day in the office wearing shorts? I went, well, it's humid outside, but I don't appreciate the way you, told, you, you, you spoke to me in front of people. And they went, right, we'll go and put some jeans on and come back. Anyway, I'll go put the jeans on. I suck it up, didn't hit him. I was like, right, let's go. <laughs> we do this bullshit training session. And then at the end of the session, he goes, for tomorrow's training session, guys, everyone bring your passports in. It's not up for discussion. Now, Sean, do you want to talk through when we found that out and we left the room uh, about the passports? 
Uh, yeah, so basically he told us that that was at the end of the like the fourth or fifth day of training, weren't he? And he said, tomorrow I'm going to need your passport. So we're like, why? He's like, uh, we need to keep hold of your passport because it's to get to give you access into the uh, the office that you've got. So we were all looking at, at each other thinking, wow, what the fuck? This is a bit mad, this. So Kieran actually said to him, he said, can't, can't we photocopy the mate and give give a photocopy to you? And he's been like, no, no, we, we need the, the proper passport. So we were like, wow, nah, mate, she's not getting my passport. Me and Kieran formed a little alliance, didn't we? We were like, nah, that's not happening, yeah. not getting our passports. Straight to the booze, it was like, not, not getting a passport. And I said to the rest of the guys uh, and this girl, I said, listen, you guys are not handing over your passports, are you, surely? And a few of them are like, yeah, well, we, we kind of don't want to. And then uh, there was another guy, a Scottish guy, he's like, Aye. I'm late, like, I'm giving my passport. Fucker, Fucking Anyway, so from that point, uh, me and Sean sat down with uh, a few few of the guys well, and I said, listen, I'm not going down there with a passport. We'll go and get them photocopied now. We'll bring them in the morning. So the morning comes and we go into this training room. The Scottish lad sat there with his passport. Aye, I've got my passport. Aye, <laughs> first thing with his passport, really. Yeah, like that, really. If that passport, I was thinking, well, do you want to give me a fingerprint? And you're like, yeah, your national insurance number as well. Why are you right? Yeah, so, pulled his pants down, lad, and let him fucking rape his little ass. Yeah, straight up. And then <laughs> from there, we, we didn't have it. We had photocopies. He went, where are your passports? And I was like, well, we've got photocopies. We don't want to give it away because that's like our only form of ID we've got. However, I know for, for certain, if someone's got your passport in a foreign country, then you're in the shirt. Now, we also sussed out when we spoke our visas were on where were tourist visas we couldn't work there and they said to us in the initial business meeting you're using fake names um you're also going to be selling stocks and shares so it wasn't advertised the marketing which was weird and it was just a blag so from there i got sean we went upstairs had a few beers went right sean i've got my visa to australia yeah well let's let's bail this off because it's not good right let's get off but mid-process, we had somebody that had that had flown out a few months before for the job, and and he was like letting us know they're owned by the Chinese mafia. They take your passports off you, and uh, you owe them a debt for the accommodation. If you don't sign any deals, that then you stay there for as long as like they want you there. They've got your passport. So quick time. Sean rings home, gets the money. Sean applies for his visa. So. This was all in the space of like 10 hours fully. We were watching UFC, it was up at like 6 a.m. I was like, right, what's <laughs> so we booked off, lad. We were thinking, how do we get to Australia? So we looked at flights and flights to Bali was like 80 quid. I had 80 quid, Sean had 80 quid. Right, we're going to Bali and we'll figure out Australia when we're there. So do you want to tell them when we left the apartment room for the car park? You tell them uh, you tell them from the car park to Bali. Right, yeah, okay. So this is where it got a little bit sketchy, this. So, um, yeah, we've obviously decided this. I've applied for my visa, got accepted in five minutes. So we packed all our shit, left our rooms. We've had to, we knew that we had to go like the back way because obviously fucking weird would have got back to the CEO and we didn't want that happening straight away. <clears throat> so we went like down in the elevator or the lift, sorry, fucking American shout there. <laughs> yeah, so we went to the lift into like the, the basement where everyone parks the cars. Uh, as soon as we got out the lift, though, there was a security guard there, weren't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even know what the fuck he was saying. He was like, I've never he seen with our suitcases and he was like... Yeah, no. Sean had a big, massive, like, dong of a suitcase. <laughs> had, like a 20-foot suitcase. I've got my travel bag on, yeah? So bear in mind, we're running through this car park to the taxis. 
So tell them from the taxis. Yeah, so we've got to the taxis anyway. We've had to push past all these security guards and the waiter and the stoppers. Little midgets, they was fucking as if you were going to do anything. Yeah, you slap, move you. Right. Fucking. But yeah, we've got to the taxis anyway. And then we've been putting our bags in the back. We've got in the taxi and we've been got, like we said to the taxis, we make go quick, quick, quick. And literally in that split second, two fucking mopeds are pulled up, firmed up. So like four skinheads have fucking jumped off this bike and um, stopped, stopped the, um, the taxi that we were in. Scotty, like, yeah, it was scotty, lad. It was horrible. I was thinking, wow, this is probably shady. So I don't know what the fuck he was saying. Obviously, he was like, blah, 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 blah. Oh. So I, I said to you, didn't I? I said, Keith, get the fuck out. Let's get our bags. Like, we're off. So he's put his backpack on. I've been trailing this fucking big 20 key suitcase, fucking over stones, falling everywhere. He was off like smelly milk. I was like, lad, <laughs> lad, wait, bro, where are you going? I was like, lad, don't leave me. <laughs> but yeah, we've ended up getting away from that situation anyway. And we, we got like fucking say two blocks away, something like that. And that we've had to like reevaluate what we were gonna do, how how, how we're gonna um, get to the airport basically to, to get our flight to Bali. So this is where fucking it got a little bit sketchy. There was plot with flying about with uh, sirens on and everything, weren't there? It was fucking moody. It was crazy. So yeah. we'd, we'd got to the airport and we sat there like pausing out, pausing out. We, we had the, the other four people messing us like, Where have you gone? Where have you gone? They're looking for you, looking for you. And this lad was like, please, will you wait for me? I'm going to get my visa. I'm going to come with you because I'm scared. He was like, fuck, fuck that. We're off. We're off, mate. Like, no worries. I'll send you like the link. Get your visa and fucking do it yourself. So we had another guy who left um, the same night. A few hours after he was in the airport. He Same thing happened to him, but people were chasing him from the hotel. So the hotel staff were chasing him. He stayed in a room all night. I'm going to post the screenshots of the conversation. And uh, he was scared for his life. He, he was a lad from Birmingham. By himself, scared, trapped in a hotel after being chased out of the hotel. So he went back to Birmingham. So we're in the airport, scatting out a bit, a few beers, all good. We're on a flight, happy days. Like, we're out of here. So we arrive in Bali. Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. Yes, that was the gaff, mate. That's so what it is. Thinking about the Whitaker there, like, well, let's go to Bali. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. we, we get there and we're, we're like wiping the sweat off us. We're like, fuck, we're free. We're free. So we end up getting in this. Um, this nice place, didn't we? We, we, we bought a nice place that first yeah. night. Yeah, it was nice, lad. We get, we get there, drop the bags off, and we're, we're still shitting it a bit. I'm like, right, Sean. Obviously, though, because we're still in Indonesia, aren't we, at the same time? So we were still thinking, like, maybe they still got sort of, like, pulling Bali, never mind Jakarta. So it was still a little bit fucking sketchy for us. We were just, you know, trying to keep ourselves to ourselves type of thing. But that didn't really work out, did it? We were fucking wild. <laughs> we were wild. We dropped our bags off, had a shower, um, it, it was cool. It, it was like, right, let's let's hit it. Let's go out. We rent some mopeds. Fucking Sean fell off. Steaming. We was in Bali for a good few days, just non-stop drinking and like relaxing. So we do that. We eventually managed to scrape the money for our flights to Australia. So we fly from Bali to Cairns. Was it was it the, like the top of Australia? It was like tropical weather. Beautiful. When it shot. Yeah, it was lovely. It was fucking amazing in Cairns, mate. We were only there for about five days, though, weren't we? And then we mm. got this job to go to Camperdown, which is basically we went from the top of Australia north right to the bottom south. And I was oblivious to this. I thought the whole of Australia was hot. And then when we when we've got to this place in Camperdown, yeah, it called Camperdown. Sorry, it was fucking freezing, proper freezing. Though. And we're going to share the videos with you, yeah? So we had been on these backpackers pages looking for jobs. This guy was like, oh, come down to uh, Melbourne. We'll pick you up. We'll take you down to our farm, dairy farm. Right, cool. No worries. Gives us a car. 
you've got accommodation and 30 odd dollars an hour like yeah sweet we're on a flight like, drinking like we're fucking made it now we're out we're on the farm we're getting money all good so we arrived down there the first night he brings us to like this absolute bando house like i can't even describe to you but i'll i'll share the um the screenshots of it on this podcast sean tell them what the house was like and what was in there basically anyone watching this back home it was a crack then back home times 10 on steroids on steroids it was on stage yeah basically it was fucking horrible it was dead black widows in the back there was some red nosed pit bull i don't know why that was there tied up in one of the rooms in like the outhouse barking its head off all night we were like wow what the fuck have we come to it was freezing cold it stunk as shit and piss it was horrible it was fucking disgusting um so that night i rang the guy didn't i just give us the job and I yeah said, yeah yeah i said look mate we're, we're not staying here i said um we're gonna get a taxi to the nearest hotel can you tell us where it is and he's like you're not getting a hotel now you aren't going nowhere one of them we were like what would you mean like, we're not staying in here and he's like look mate you're gonna have to no what no hotel is gonna be open for you now you're gonna have to grin and bear it till tomorrow so me and kieran fucking top and tailed in this bedroom we've had freezing cold fully clothed in our coats and that literally like all night it was the worst night of my life by far it was yeah, hot. it was the worst worst night of my life completely we, we, we was there in the middle of nowhere in australia yeah there's, <laughs> in there's, the not there's not a shop in a 500 mile radius there's no hotels we're fucking a bit scared like i was i was scared i was like fuck, this is disgusting like you were going sick you like you were passing out to fuck yeah so yeah. people like I, I don't pass easy, but I was on a pass, like a next pass. I was absolutely <laughs> shitting myself. I was like, he's going to kill us. He's going to come down here with a shotgun and kill us like we're dead. No one's yeah. going to find us. Like, no one even knows we're in Australia. We just <laughs> ran away from the Chinese mafia. We're fucked. <laughs> but, but from there, um, we stayed in the hotel. We got an hotel. We was like, fuck this. Got the car. Got an hotel the day after. And we, we were paying per night for it. And then we started working on this dairy farm. So this dairy farm, we're working from 3 a.m. To, to 3 p.m. Split shifts. Uh, together milking like 300 cows on a road tree and me and Sean was like you know what fuck this we're getting off so we missed payday by a day so we had to do 10 days at the farm as soon as that wage touched our bank on the 10th day packed our shit up packed our bags threw the car key on the floor got a, um, a job backseat got an uber to the train station hopped on a train uh, on a, a coach straight down to Melbourne didn't we yeah, absolutely dipped out of there and fashioned them. We lost. We we're, we're getting, we're getting good at that, lad. Aren't we getting away? Mate? <laughs> yeah, and then, so um, I'll, I'll, I'm just wanting to keep it short and sweet for the people here. So we get down to Melbourne, jump on in the backpackers hostel, partied in Melbourne for the first five days, every single night, non-stop, and like shit, with no money, we need to get a job. I found us this job on Gumtree where we're doing like MBN installs, so like construction work, a piece of piss. Um, digging up holes, installing cables, and thirty-eight dollars an hour, something like that. Forty it was, man. Forty, yeah, forty an hour. So we did that for a week. The guy we were working for was an absolute plum. Get out, get our wage, and uh, I, I applied for a job at the company I used to work for back home. Managed to get him, got a job there. Sean stayed there for a week. Uh, couldn't deal with the guy by himself because he didn't have me there to to just make things better for him. You don't need to stop going to shit. Yeah, I had that. It was about two or three weeks of stay, mate. But the reason I left was obviously getting fans in Melbourne, weren't it? Like, I had the work van and I got a toad on me twice. I got like fucking three parking tickets. I had to smash the window to break into rings it. Me at work, rings me at work on my first day at work in this new job in the city. I'm like, I'm feeling good. He rings me, goes, 
bro, where the fuck have we parked the van? I said, what do you mean? I said, it's in the front, you daft cunt. And he went, face, he went, jig on FaceTime now. So I went in the toilet. I'm like, what the fuck's up with this cunt? He FaceTimes me, he's like, there's no fucking van, lad. And, <laughs> That's the worst Scouts accent I've ever by the way. Yeah, and it had been told. So we had to pay $400 to get the van back. Four days after, happens again. $800, bam, out of his wage, gone. So it weren't working for him. I moved away, um, suburbs of Melbourne, where I'm, where I'm living now. And then Sean sort of took this opportunity in Perth. Do you want to, do you want to tell them what's going on there, like why we're separate now? Uh, yeah, so obviously uh, I'm going to be going to the mines uh, next week. So it's, it's like the dream job over here. That's what everyone wants. So things are looking good to where the money is, yeah. So that's going good for me at the minute. But I've done a little bit of MBM work over here as well. It's telecommunications as well as roofing. <clears throat> but yeah, I've done all the courses I need to, to get onto these mines. Anyway, it's, it's been like a bit of a long process, but got there in the end and yeah, just waiting to fly out now. So yeah, Sean's doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. But when I flew Sean down from Perth to Melbourne last week, came down and I'm like, lad, I've got a fucking idea. Let's set up a podcast. <laughs> well, he comes down, we have a big sesh, uh, order a lot of equipment, all arrives. Um, and then he ends up staying for like a week longer than expected. My mate calls me. He's like, I've just bought a van in Melbourne. I was like, right. And he's at the top of the country, uh, Port Douglas near Cairns. Uh, but I need you, to, I need someone to like, get it to brisbane for me i'm thinking hang on a second so him and his missus just paid 30 grand for this van sean stayed and said like right, great idea sean instead of flying from melbourne to perth you can fly from brisbane to perth and we'll just do a road trip like, we want to do a road trip we're getting a van let's fucking do it cost so, me yeah. more than flights though you couldn't <laughs> yeah I, I just blagged it i was like oh it'd be fucking great we'll smash it and uh, we, we picked the van up and we, we drive 22 hours to the other side of the country, uh, sleeping at the side of roads, fucking scatty. Went down to Brisbane, had a party, Sean flew back, I flew back, I'm here, Sean's there. So we've tried keeping it short and sweet, but that's sort of like who Sean is, who I am, what we're doing, how we met, and the the scam around like what we've done. So for subscribers, I'm going to release another episode alongside this where it's just going to be all the screenshots of what we were told, the scam, the people involved. Uh, it's also going to show our videos, personal videos. When we'd met, it's going to show all of the highlights of us in Jakarta, uh, in Bali, and just sort of like our, our full travel from home to Australia via Indonesia, Bali, other side of Australia, and our farm work. So we're going to show you like the house we stayed in, the Red Nose Pit, the people Sean running and falling over and falling off a scooter, shit like that. So hey, that was a boozy night, that all I doing it. I was I was filming a fucking video on this on this moped. I was doing about fucking fifty kilometers an hour. What? Pitch black, pitch black. We were absolutely smashed. I went to turn. It's come to like a sharp end. I don't like I've tried to turn and I just fucking came off. Got the road rash to prove it, man. Started, started. So. Bali for us was fucking incredible, wasn't it? Like it was so good. We're going what back about that, um, that rave, that um, I mean, lens rave we went to. Oh yeah, that was fucking next level, lad. Doing it, sick shit. So this is Sean when he was like, "I'm fucking flying, me lad." Oh, the dog so we're flying, balls <laughs> clean off it. But like I said, that's for subscribers only. So we'll share all this shit. Uh, that's another screenshot of like the scam job, and. 
you'll get all this when you subscribe. That's Sean there with uh, our Australian mate when he fell off the bike. It's just a lot of funny shit we want to share with you, just so you know, so we're not chatting shit. Like the podcast is called the Chatting Shit Podcast, but uh, everything we're telling you in here is no bullshit. Like it's it's all legit, clean cut sort of us doing what we're doing. So we're gonna cut in here, and if you want to see sort of the evidence to what we're saying, jump on, subscribe, pay your two dollars, and you can see everything. And you'll also get a free T-shirt as well if you subscribe for for a month. Sweet. Happy yeah, days. Thanks out. very much, people. Perfect. Peace out. Peace out, lad.